coming to you from the mountains and the plains. The only conservative voices brave enough to push back. This is the Conservative Daily Podcast with Joe Altman. That's what the Second Amendment was designed to do. If you're going to do something to, to nullify or take away my rights under the Constitution, come get it. Max McGuire. When you look at politicians on the left, um, they need to convince people that they are victims. A resistance to the resistance. And now your hosts, Joe Altman and Max McGuire. And welcome to another edition of the Conservative Daily Podcast. Happy Monday, everyone. Hope everyone had a great weekend. We're kicking things right off on Monday. The story of the weekend, probably the story of his administration. Joe Biden is now releasing illegal aliens without even giving them a notice to appear. We're going to do a a complete breakdown of what that means because it is catastrophic. We know what we'll explain what catch and release was under the Obama administration. And then we'll explain how Joe Biden has figured out a way to make it even worse. If you can believe it, he has made it even worse. So we're going to get into all of that in a minute. But I want to remind everyone, hit the share button if you're watching on Facebook. Very, very important. Hit the share button. Give us a thumbs up, comment on YouTube. Make sure you give us a thumbs up, comment, hit the share button on DLive. If you haven't already followed us, hit that follow button, comment. And if you have lemons to give, we will gladly accept them. So the story of the day, and again, probably the story of his administration, is that Joe Biden is no longer just doing catch and release the way Obama did it. He is doing catch and release without even showing a notice, providing a notice to appear. So we can go ahead and we can put that up, put up image one, Mr. Producer. I want to show you what a notice to appear for an immigration court looks like. And it's hard to read, but I'll explain basically what it is. At the top, that that highlighted part says notice to appear in removal proceedings under section 240 of the Immigration and Nationality Act. It says in the matter of you, you say who they are currently residing at, you say the, the, the address that they plan to go, plan to arrive to, check off the box, you're an alien, alien illegally present in the United States. And then if you scroll down to the bottom, it says you are ordered to appear before an immigration judge of the United States Department of Justice at, they provide the address, on a date to be set, at a time to be set. So that's how it was hap- it's been happening lately. The immigration courts are so backed up, a lot of times Im- illegal aliens don't get a court date and a court time. It just says a time to be set and a date to be set. So what that means is that the court is going to assign them a time, assign them a date, and it's up to the illegal alien to show up, to to stay on top of it, figure out what their date and time is. Obviously, they'll make a good faith effort to notify them at the address they give. But it's up to the illegal alien to show up at that court date. If they don't show up, basically they get tried in absentia, which is just a, a, a Latin way of saying they're absent. Not all that complicated. They're absent, so they're going to be tried, and the court will hear their asylum case, their immigration case, without them present. So it'll be kind of like, kind of like a um, a secret government uh, FISA court. There's no defendant there. It's just the government pleading the case. So no surprise when the illegal aliens don't show up, they all get deportation orders. That's how the system is supposed to work, and we know that the majority of illegal aliens who are filing these fraudulent asylum claims don't end up showing up to their court hearing. Why would they? They've used the asylum system to basically force their way into the country. They're not actually bona fide asylum seekers. There are no natural disasters that they're fleeing. They're not fleeing communism. They're not fleeing some despot or some dictator. They're not uh, fleeing natural, uh, I said that already, ethnic cleansing, genocide. What they say is they're fleeing gang violence. Well, every city on the planet has gang violence. That doesn't mean every adult and every child who lives in a city automatically just gets to come to the United States. They say they're they're fleeing domestic violence. Well, that doesn't really matter either. I believe it's the WHO or the UN estimates that one in every three women worldwide has experienced some form of domestic abuse. That doesn't mean that one third of all women have the right to enter the United States. So they're not actually bona fide asylum claims. They're not fleeing targeted violence because of who they are or a natural disaster. They're making it up. They're, they're using the system, gaming the system to force their way in. So the vast majority of them never show up to their hearing. It's, it's a fake application. They have no intention of, of actually getting asylum. So they don't show up. The court slaps them down, gives them a deportation order. And then the next time they show up on the government's radar, they get deported. 
That's how the system works. It's not a perfect system by any means, right? We shouldn't have catch and release. We should have detention, arraignment, and then a swift trial or a swift immigration hearing. We shouldn't have catch and release. That's how catch and release works. But what, but what Joe Biden is doing is releasing them without a notice to appear, releasing them without a court date. Mr. Producer, go ahead and put up my screen. This is from Yahoo, huh, Yahoo Entertainment, because it's so very entertaining. Entertaining. Rio Grande Valley Border Patrol releasing migrants without court date. Oh, nice little, little ad for SeaWorld. That's nice. Border Patrol agents in the Texas Rio Grande Valley sector used their own discretion to release about 150 migrants Saturday evening without giving them a court date, Axios has learned. Why it matters. The use of prosecutorial discretion by Border Patrol to release migrants without a notice to appear in court is unprecedented, according to multiple sources, and it is yet another sign of how overwhelmed parts of the border are becoming. We go ahead and take that down. So they're not giving them court dates. They're not giving them court dates, and they're just leaving it up to the illegal alien once they settle in whatever city they settle in to go to the DOJ and turn themselves in and say, hey, I'm in the country illegally. I would like to initiate my deportation proceedings. And at that point, the government can start that process. That's how insane this is. Now, we're running a fax blast today. I put the link in the description on Facebook and YouTube. Um, I put the link also as a um, as a panel on DLive. So make sure you check that out. Um, and I want to explain just how insane this is. Imagine that you are a police officer. Imagine that you're a police officer and you catch someone and you catch someone who's suspected of murdering someone else, a suspected murderer. You catch them. And you should bring them to arraignment, right? You should arraign them, and then the judge will decide whether or not they deserve to with, with, whether they deserve bail or whether they should be remanded until their court case is finished. They should be arraigned, right? E even like lower misdemeanors, you get arraigned. You don't just get released. Imagine if the police said, well, we're not going to have them arraigned. We're not going to initiate the court proceedings. We're going to release this murderer back into society. And it's up, for the, up to the murderer to contact the court and to say, hey, I'm ready for my trial to begin. Imagine how chaotic that would be if criminals in the United States, instead of being arraigned, in, instead of having bail hearings and all that, they were just released and told it's up to you to initiate your own trial. Well, they wouldn't initiate their own trial, right? They would disappear. And maybe one day they get caught again. Maybe they pop up on the police department's radar, they pop up on the government's radar, but they disappear and would likely victimize more people, right? No, criminals will not deliberately initiate their own trial. That's why the trial, that's why the arraignment process usually happens when they're still behind bars. Because if you set them free, they're just gonna, they're just gonna bail. Well, the same thing is true with illegal aliens. It's not all that surprising when you game the system to force your way into a country and you have no legitimate asylum claim, you're not gonna show up to your deportation hearing. Why? Because if you show up and you're ordered deported, you will be immediately taken into custody and deported. So why would you run that risk? Why would anyone run that risk? I mean, it's not the right thing to do, but I understand the logic behind it. These people aren't stupid. No one's going to show up to their own deportation hearing. No, they're just going to disappear, go off into society, and hope that they never pop up on the government's radar. Well, those deportation hearings won't even happen anymore. It's not even going to be an automatic thing unless these illegal aliens initiate it themselves. Right? The government's not going to be able to just move forward with the process and, and hear it in absentia and order them removed if they don't show up. It'll be up to the illegal aliens to, at whatever city they go to to initiate their own deportation proceedings. Doesn't make a whole lot of sense, does it? Doesn't make a whole lot of sense. I'm, I'm struggling to understand how this is a good idea. I'm, I'm really struggling, because, but it's, it's really not a trick question. It is not a good idea, right? It is not a good idea to take people who have already shown a penchant for violating our laws and to release them and basically on the honor system that they will turn themselves in and initiate their own deportation hearings. It, it isn't like, it's crazy, but that is now apparently the policy of the Biden administration. And they're blaming COVID they're blaming a lack of funding and they're blaming a lack of space.
for why they have to start releasing these illegal aliens without court dates or notices to appear. Really, really shameful. So we're going to play that Project Veritas clip that, that was released today. We're going to play that, them getting into and, and, sh and showing what it looks like inside the migrant facilities. The cages have now been transformed into what I can only describe as almost like like, like the, the plastic wrap that they put around the house in the movie E.T. It's kind of turned into that. Instead of cages, we, we're putting kids in bubbles. So we're going to see that in a second. But our call number is 888-441-1121 if you want to call in and let me know what you think about this. No Joe today. Don't know exactly where Joe is, but he's not in today. Um, so we're just doing this solo. So 888-441-1121 if you want to call in and vent. Let me know what you think about all of these changes. So why don't we do that, Mr. Bruiser? Why don't we play that first cut? This is Project Veritas. Project Veritas, they put this out today. And they hinted at it yesterday with like a teaser video of being turned away from the private facilities because the Biden administration has to use private facilities. Spoiler alert, we'll tell, explain it later. The Democrats deliberately restricted ICE and Border Patrol's funding for detention facilities. So now Biden has to use private facilities and, as we'll get to in a second, putting illegal aliens up in hotels, spending over 71 grand per family to house them for six months totaling $86 million. But I want to play this clip. This is Project Veritas. Excellent work that they do. If you haven't already, go over to their website and check them out. Let's go ahead and play this cut number one. I'm on the ground in Donna, Texas. If you want to take a look at this facility right here, tier left, that is the Border Patrol tent facility. Stands right behind me. Just a month ago, Customs and Border Patrol agents completed the construction of that facility. It's a 165,000 square foot facility. And we have never seen images inside this facility before. They won't even allow the nonprofit lawyers who conduct the actual oversight of these immigration detention centers to go inside. Nobody has seen photos inside of this place until now. Project Veritas has obtained never before seen photographs of what it actually looks like inside this facility. Shocking images showing people wrapped up in what looks like metal foil, laying on the ground, their faces covered. Why won't the administration be honest about this? Why won't they show you these images? We have a man who's telling us to leave. Where would the press? They told us it's private property, but you know what isn't private property? Airspace. We're gonna fly this Cirrus right over the top of the detention center to get a better look. Airspace is not private property, so we're flying a thousand feet. There's the facility right there. You can see it. There it is. Flying over the facility to give you a good point. <laughs> 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 oh, let's cut it. Let's cut it. So, very funny. Probably, I mean, I'm sure they got proper clearance, but just to fly a plane over a Department of Homeland Security facility, I, I, I'm sure they got the proper clearance. But very funny that they get turned away and then they are on, uh, go to airspace to fly around it. Um, so, we, we have more pictures to show you of what it looks like in these facilities. Let's go ahead and put up image number two. This is what it looks like. So instead of the cages, it now literally looks like quarantine, like what you'd expect in, in some kind of dystopian virus wreaking havoc around the world. This is what like you, you would anticipate a quarantine facility to look like. Instead of cages, they now have plastic sheeting. <laughs> so that's why I said it looks like when the feds came in, in in the movie E.T. and put the plastic sheeting around the house. That's what this looks like. And so th that doesn't look that bad. They're just sitting in a room. But then when you realize that they're also being forced to sleep in those rooms, let, let's go ahead and put up image three. This is another one of those images. And you can see that the, that the kids are sleeping on the floor with mylar blankets. That's what looks like aluminum foil. They're basically emergency blankets. If, you, uh, if, if you're in an avalanche or something like that, some kind of natural disaster. They'll put these around you. They're very, very thin foil-like material, and they, and they do a very good job at keeping you warm and keeping all that heat trapped inside the blanket. So that's what they're using. They're not even giving them real blankets. They're giving them like emergency avalanche blankets. But they're sleeping on the floor, and we're going to get to why that is in a second. Let's go ahead and put up image four just to show you another look at it. Image four, all these illegal aliens basically shoved inside. Not a cage anymore. It's a bubble. A bubble laying on what looks like hard tile 
flooring. Maybe that's a linoleum. Who knows? Some kind of hard flooring. Not a lot of, not a lot of of comfort to be had in this facility. And you wonder why. You wonder why they don't have beds. Why don't they have beds? Well, the reason they don't have beds is Democrats refuse to give it to them. We covered this on the show a while ago when this bill was working through Congress. But when Congress last year passed their appropriations package, they limited the funding for ICE and Border Patrol on how many beds they could buy. Basically, it's a roundabout way of limiting how many people they could put into their detention facilities. So they don't have money for beds. That, that's literally Democrat creation. Democrats said, well, if we don't want them to put as many illegal aliens in the facilities, let's just stop them from being able to buy beds and therefore stop them from being able to spend money on beds, cap them at the number of beds they can have, and then they'll have no choice but to release the overflow. Well, when you get when you get overrun at the border, and I, I believe, I think there's like 15,000 illegal aliens now in detention, whereas on election day, it was around 800, just to show you how big of a surge we're talking about. When you limit how many beds, the only thing that, that, create, that does in a, in a crisis like this it's force illegal aliens to sleep on the floor. But that's what it, that's what's called restoring the soul of our nation. I don't know if you knew this, but Joe Biden is restoring the soul of our nation. So instead of putting kids in cages, he's basically wrapping them in, in plastic wrap. And, and instead of letting them sleep on beds, they're sleeping on the floor. And instead of giving them real blankets, they have Mylar emergency blankets. And oh, no, they, they're not allowed to shower. Only one shower per week at the migrant children facilities because that's how many people are there. They don't have any more, don't have any more time in the day. They only have enough time in the day for one illegal alien to shower once a week. It's, this is the Democrats' creation, right? Democrats did this. Republicans were asking for more funding. We're asking to expand detention facilities, to install more bathrooms, right? To, to buy more beds and more, and more furniture and more real blankets, right? And all the things that you need to deal with a border surge. Democrats deliberately tied agents' hands and are forcing now illegal aliens to sleep on the floor. It's not a Republican creation. That's a Democrat creation. But the Democrats don't believe it's actually a crisis. They don't believe it's a crisis. And they're refusing to even say it's a, it's a crisis. We have a clip of Joe Biden's DHS secretary seeming to get offended at the use of the word crisis. Let's go ahead and play cut number two. So, Mr. Secretary, um, the administration seems to be sort of haggling over language. It's not a crisis. Some have called it a, ch a challenge. Why not just say flat out what's happening on the southern border is a crisis? Jonathan, we're not haggling uh, over language. We're focused on mission, uh, and that is um, uh, securing the border, uh, and the border is secure. Uh, the border is closed, and that's what we're focused on. And I will not use language that is uh, not applicable. Uh, we uh, have dealt with uh, surges in migration at the border before. Uh, we have a plan. We are executing our plan. Uh, we will succeed. We know what to do. We are doing it. And um, that is the fact of the matter. So not going to call it a crisis. Not going to call it a crisis. But don't worry, they're doing a good job. Right, they're doing a good job. This is what success apparently looks like. And they're still blaming the Trump administration. They dismantled everything that Trump had put in place to stop this. And they incentivized illegal border crossings. And now they're releasing illegal aliens without even giving them notices to appear. And they're still blaming the Trump administration. I, I guess it's Trump's fault that the stairs were wobbly on Biden. I bet you that's why. I bet you that, that's what did it. We're also seeing this news. Put up my screen, Mr. Producer that the 60-day pause to border wall construction is going to cost American taxpayers millions of dollars per day, specifically to pause border construction, because the government still is paying, right? We're still, they still have to pay for this. Joe Biden's order to pause border construction costs $6 million per day over 60 days. $360 million. Wow. That is the cost to pause the border wall construction. That's not the cost to finish it. That's the cost just to pause it. $6 million a day. 
And Joe Biden wants to raise your taxes. Why? So he can spend money to not secure the border. It's not even like it's not even like they can get out of the contract and not pay it. They're still paying, but they're paying six million dollars a day not to secure the border. Interesting to see if they renewed that order. I'm sure he will. I'm sure that they're not going to allow the border wall to get completed today. I guarantee you that Biden will renew it. So let's go ahead and take that down, Mr. Producer. So we're left with a situation now where we know what's happening. We, we know why this is happening. Joe Biden, Democrats are incentivizing illegal aliens to come over, promising them amnesty, promising them a better life, promising them that they'll be released. Now promising they'll be released without even a court date. We know why it's happening and we know what is to blame for this. Joe Biden canceling the Remain in Mexico program, right? Where illegal aliens had to remain in Mexico while their cases were adjudicated. So no more catch and release under Trump. Trump would have them wait in camps in Mexico where they would be fed, they'd be housed, they'd be educated, they'd receive medical care, right? Everything that they need. And as their case worked through the system, they would either get a yes or no, whether their asylum claim was granted. No surprise, almost all of them were rejected because they weren't real asylum seekers. They're not real asylum seekers. So we know that Joe Biden dismantled pretty much everything designed to stop this flow. That Joe Biden's doing everything in his power to encourage more immigration. That Joe Biden is now allowing them to be released without even getting a court date. And then Joe Biden is also working on an amnesty proposal that would give them amnesty. Because the amnesty doesn't have a cutoff like Obama's did. Obama's was like some date in 2007. You had to have been in the country before 2007 in order to qualify. Well, Joe Biden's proposal, you have to be in the country before it is signed. So no, duh, there's a rush on the border. Everyone knows that. Everyone knows that if this becomes law, as long as you're in the country before it, you'd be eligible. No more of this, you came to the country as kids and it's not your fault. No, you just have to come to the country. It's insane. It's absolutely insane. Our call number 888-441-1121 if you want to join the show. We have a, a couple cups. I don't want to go through things too quickly. Without Joe on the show, without the ability to bounce back and forth between us, um, it's very easy just to run through two hours of content in half an hour. So I don't want to do that. I want to make sure we can, at the very least, get a one-hour show out, hopefully get a two-hour show. Um, I don't want to rush through everything. But it's just, it's absolutely insanity that this is happening and, and that we're being told it's not a crisis, that it's not an emergency. Even though FEMA's there and the E in FEMA stands for emergency, right? And their mission statement says, <laughs> providing relief before, during, and after emergencies. Even though that's what FEMA's all about, it's not an emergency. Definitely not an emergency. I promise. I'd hope that Joe would be here so we could mention this. Put up my screen, Mr. Producer. This is from Lauren Boebert. She tweeted this out. Yes, the Biden administration is now spending $86 million to house illegal alien families. They say, well, we don't have enough facilities, so we have to spend $86 million to house them. Again, wouldn't it have been nice if the Democrats had just let ICE and Border Patrol have that funding so they could buy the beds, they could buy the blankets, right? They could, they could expand the facilities. But no, instead now Biden will be paying $86 million to hotels to put 1,200 illegal alien families up for six months. Six months! Yes, Lauren Boebert did the math. And she says, by that math, he's spending around $395 a night per room. What's well, actually $395 a night per family, assuming that the entire family is in one room? I don't know. Maybe they're going to get suites. Maybe they'll have adjoining rooms. Not exactly sure. But if every family gets one room, it, it works out to a little bit more, though, depending on how many days are in the month. But $395 is pretty accurate. I don't want to fact check her over, over additional pennies, right? But you do the math, and it works out to each family getting a little over $71,000 from the federal government to live somewhere. The federal government is cutting a check for 71 grand to put one family up, one family up for six months. And I guess technically it could be one family for three months and then another family for three months. Sure, but if, if, it, if that headline is correct, it's uh, uh, 1,200 families for six months, 71 grand. I think, it's, I think it works out to 71 
thousand six hundred and sixty seven dollars something like that max can i ask you a question then sure how much did every family get for the stimulus check that are american <laughs> citizens i just just, uh, just asking for a friend not 71 grand i'll tell you that definitely not 71 grand not even close i mean i don't want to give the left any ideas but we're getting we're getting to the point where it might even be cheaper just to buy them a house to buy them a trailer to buy them an rv Right, seventy-one grand for six months. I, I, there are lots of RVs. I was looking at RVs a couple months ago. There's lots of RVs for sale, <laughs> trailers for sale, for a lot less than that. It also makes you wonder about the whole laundering of the money. You start wondering what hotels are going to get the money. Whether those hotels have supported Biden, supported Democrats in the past. That's where this all gets really, really shady. And three hundred three hundred ninety-five dollars a night. I don't even think I paid that much on my wedding night. When me and my wife stayed at a hotel after our wedding, I don't even think it was that much. I don't even think we could have at the hotel we were at. We could have spent that much just on the room. I don't know. I, I, $395. Yeah, I guess maybe if you're like overseas, I can imagine you going to Southeast Asia on vacation and spending that. Maybe you go to an all-inclusive and it ends up being that much when you factor in all the other things. But $395 a, a night her family for six months, six months. And yeah, the Democrats were nickel and diming the American people saying that the best they could do was what? $1,800, $1,600 per family, whatever it ends up working out to be. No, the be Democrats say best we can do for Americans is this much, but illegal aliens, you're going to get like a thousand times more. <laughs> you're going to get 71 grand of, of your living expenses paid for. Uh, come on, is, is what? What the hell? And and the reason they they have to do this is because they don't have the funding for us to build our own centers. They don't have the funding for us to build our own detention facilities because the Democrats cut that from the bill. Democrats said you are not allowed to to have more than I forget the number this many beds. Well, when you only have that many beds. Eventually, you have more people than beds, and you have to pay to put them somewhere else. That's why a lot of these detention facilities are private facilities. That's why a lot of, I think there's 3,000 illegal alien children at the Dallas Expo Center. They're putting them then, putting them there. Um, just had someone, a friend of the show, write in that said his family of 10 people isn't even spending that much per night for six nights in Hawaii. Like, you can go to Hawaii. And you can put up your whole entire family. And you're not even paying that much per night in Hawaii. Well, I imagine that's also because of COVID. The biggest Hawaii cost is always to get there. That's the biggest cost, both in, both in time and money. Um, and once, and if you want to buy anything when you're there, because everything has to get shipped on. But yeah, no, it, it's very hard to go on vacation and to spend $400 a night just on your room. It's very hard. I mean, you can do it. It's definitely possible to do it. But personally, I'd rather have a cheaper room and spend that money on experiences, fun things to do with the family. Well, in this case, they're spending it all on the room. And then at the end of that six months, you know what happens to the illegal aliens? No, they don't get a court date. No, I understand why you think that. If we're going to let them live in a hotel for six months, we might expedite their court case. No, they'll just get released. Right. It's, it's not, this isn't like a program to fast track their deportation hearing, they just get released at the end of that six months. So it's basically like we're giving them a six month vacation, all expenses paid. Someone just wrote in, do they have to pay taxes? They do not because it's not a gift. It is basically welfare. So when you hear Joe Biden promise that illegal aliens will not get welfare, and then he's spending $86 million to put 1200 families up in a hotel for six months, it's just a complete and total lie. Ask yourself, why is the government so willing to spend such exorbitant funds on illegal aliens, but you get peanuts? I'm not even saying that we all should get more money, right? We should, the government shouldn't just be giving us money. We are, we're going to experience a pretty weird moment in our country, right? I talked about this on the podcast, uh, was it last week, um, demand pull inflation. It's the kind of inflation that happens when everyone all of a sudden has more money. They want to buy the same things and the people selling those things increase the price because what well, supply demand. So the demand pulls up the price 
demand pull inflation. We're also potentially going to experience something called stagflation, which is terrifying. The idea that we have all this money and our economy doesn't have the ability to actually produce all the goods we want to buy with it, right? That to me is, is equally, if not more terrifying. But that's what happens when you just start giving away free money. Free, there's no such thing as free money. Free, free money doesn't exist. You give people money and they're going to buy things and probably things they don't need. I guarantee you that once these checks hit, if they haven't already, Walmart, Best Buy are going to be sold out of televisions. That's what people always seem to buy. New TV. They want their new propaganda distribution device <laughs> made in China so that China can get all your data too. Um, that's what most people tend to buy. I'm probably going to put it in the stock market and just let it make money for me as a big FUD government. Uh, actually, I'll put it in my retirement so I don't have to pay taxes on it. I'll be damned if I'm paying taxes on the money that was given back to me from my own tax dollars. But no, we're, we're going to experience a really weird time in this country. And it's almost what would also happen if we raise the minimum wage. You, you can't just give people more money and expect everything just to stay the same. You give people more money, the prices of things go up because if, if you go to McDonald's and McDonald's is paying $10 an hour, let's say $10 an hour for someone to make your hamburger. If all of a sudden, by law, McDonald's is forced to pay $15 an hour to make that hamburger, either they're going to fire the person and have a robot do it, or they're going to have to increase the price of hamburgers and everything else 50%. Or they're going to cut staff and overwork their staff, and then, oops, that's how the rat ended up in your burger, right? Things get more expensive when you artificially increase people's wages. The same is true with demand pull inflation when you just give people free money. They go out and spend it, and the people who are selling the things end up in increasing the prices because they can get it. Everyone has money burning a hole in their pocket. But with illegal aliens, no, we're just going to spend $86 million on 1,200 fam families. What do you think? What do you think an illegal alien in Honduras or in Guatemala or in El Salvador, what do you think they think when they see that illegal aliens are getting put up in hotels costing $395 a day. Th that probably doesn't even compute for them. We're talking about people who live in country countries when, when they're experiencing true poverty are living on less than 10, less than $5 a day. That's like, that's like true poverty. I know you can even get lower than that, living on less than a dollar, less than $2 a day. But in Central America, it's not typically as bad as, as Sub-Saharan Africa, but it's bad, right? A family living <laughs> living on less than 10 dollars a day. All of a sudden you tell them that the US government, if you cross the border with a family unit, even if that kid is abducted or bought in some kind of child slavery trade, um, if you show up as a family unit, the government will put you up in a $395 per night hotel room. And that yes, you were just living on less than $10 a day. But if you cross the US border, the government will pay $71,667 to put your family up in a hotel for six months. And then you'll just get released <laughs> to do whatever you want. Who wouldn't do that? Who wouldn't take them up on that offer? Of course they would. You'd have to be a fool not to do that. If you were living in that situation in Central America and someone said they're going to pay for everything, you'd have to be a fool not to at least try. I don't blame them for trying. I don't blame them for trying. I, I blame... The government for doing all of this incentivizing. Oh, we got a troll on D Live. Is it is is this Teddy IRA? Is he the troll? Uh oh, we got we got a couple of trolls. Comment on D Live who the troll is, and I'll, I'll ban them. I just don't have time to read through and figure out who all the troll is, uh, who who all the trolls are. So comment on D Live, and I'll be happy to ban them. But no, of course. Of course, they're doing this, right? When they have the, the possibility of U.S. citizenship also being dangled over their heads. Come on. Of, of course you do it. Of course they do it. Yes, it's very illegal. And, and I, I don't give them a pass for it. I'm just saying the logic behind it. I understand the logic that's driving them. Okay, I found, okay. Uh, delete and ban. Uh, IDK man 21 is banned. Thank you, everyone.
Um, if there's another one, let me know and I'll be happy to ban them. Of course, I'm just talking about the logic behind it. Of course, they, they'd be willing to do this because the federal government under Joe Biden is incentivizing them so much that they can't even comprehend the dollar amounts. Like you can't just get, tell someone living in poverty in Central America that the government's going to give them $71,000 worth of housing. That just number doesn't compute. It might as well be a million dollars at that point, right? It, it might as well be a million dollars when, when you're when you're that poor, when you're living on so little. Hell, hell even $20,000 $20, would probably seem like a million dollars to them. But no, I, that's exactly what's happening. It's exactly what's happening. I want to know what you think about the illegal aliens being put up in these hotels. 888-441-1121 is our number. Feel free to call in. Why don't, can, can we go back to that Project Veritas clip, Mr. Producer, and play a little bit from where we stopped? Or would we have to, we, would we have to rewind to the beginning? I'm all set. Just let me know when. Okay. So l l let's go back and play a little bit of this Project Veritas, just so you can see them talking about the migrant center that we just showed you the pictures from. Let's go back to cut one. You see a bus right over there? Now, during a recent press conference, the press secretary was asked a question, why they haven't released these images. Even you all haven't released any images that you obviously could, could redact if you wanted to. Again, we, we remain committed to sharing with all of you uh, data on the number of kids crossing uh, the, uh, the... She dodged the question saying, quote... And we remain committed to transparency. I don't have an update for you on the, the timeline. Timeline, end quote. Well, Press Secretary of the White House, let Project Veritas do your job for you. Just last night, we have now obtained these photos inside this facility. Now, these photos are very, very grim. In addition to the photos, Project Veritas has also learned that these were taken, these photographs were taken in the last few days. There are eight pods with eight cells in each facility. At any given moment, there are an average of 3,000 people in custody inside this detention center. Now, the pod has eight cells that are currently holding 600, that's 600 unaccompanied juvenile males aged 7 to 17. They're separated by age or physical size depending on the room. 50 of the individuals inside this facility were COVID positive in these cells. There have been multiple sexual assaults inside this facility, uh, normal assaults and daily medical emergencies. This border crisis does not appear to be slowing down. In fact, we've just obtained new leaked documents as well from another insider, this one inside the Department of Homeland Security. It says the document was prepared by the U.S. Customs and Border Protection Office of Intelligence. It warns of a potential Central American-based caravan coming our way in less than two weeks on March 30th. It says, quote, in the days leading up to March 30th, and should a caravan form, CPB personnel in the region will work closely with and maintain constant communications with CBP, Customs and Border Patrol. Now, every car that drives by is beeping at us. A lot of people giving us the middle finger here. A lot of people are not happy that we are filming or we are recording or asking questions about this facility. Not only did our DHS, that's Department of Homeland Security Insider, leak us these documents, the insider also secretly recorded in a private DHS Q&A session, Alejandro Mayorkas commenting on what he thinks is happening at the border. And you can hear this quote from Alejandro talking about the new administration making a decision not to expel unaccompanied children. The new administration made a decision not to expel unaccompanied children. And um, uh, we are addressing uh, a significant increase uh, in uh, the encounters uh, with uh, unaccompanied children in between the ports of entry. Here's a Customs and Border Patrol van. These are minors aged 7 to 17 inside the van. He's waving at us right now. <laughs> the people He's that in are the being accompanied into this facility, according to what Project Veritas has learned, uh, between the ages of, of 7 and 17, males, 600 unaccompanied juveniles. As you can see, we're on the corner of South International and Rio Grande Street, uh, just south of Donna, Texas, north of the Mexican border. We were just there uh, at the bridge. We really appreciate the brave insider who worked with us on this story. The right, public has a right to know. That we're so really bombshell footage 
And again, make sure you head over to Project Veritas, check them out, donate to them. They do great, great work. Um, really, they really, really do. So we, we see there, I, I laugh because the closest he, he could get was to the van stopped at a stop sign. He ran to the middle of the road to, to basically point out that there were minors in the van. When he says ages 7 to 17, that's, that's obviously what the government says. It's not real. Those aren't real numbers. We don't actually know that someone is 17. There are 18-year-olds. There are 19-year-olds. There are 20-year-olds all the way up who are claiming to be minors because they know that they'll get in. So anyone who looks younger, who looks like they could be a minor, is going to obviously claim it. So what you're doing is you're putting potentially 20, 21-plus-year-olds in the same facility as 7-year-olds. And you wonder, and you wonder, and I say this obviously facetiously because there's no wonder, we know why, you wonder why child sexual abuse is, is rising in these facilities. They're putting adults in with little kids. And, and, they're, and they're acting shocked that really sick stuff is happening. I mean, I, I don't want undocumented kids just entering the country. I don't believe that they deserve automatic entry. There's no accept, exception within the U.S. code that says, oh, well, it's illegal to enter the United States unless you're a minor, then you're just allowed to stay. Right? I, I don't think they should go in here. But I also don't want them just to be sexually abused, living in these bubble facilities, sleeping on the, uh, the hard floor, being allowed to shower once a week. No, I mean, th th that's disgusting. I wouldn't wish that on my enemies, let alone unaccompanied migrants at the border. And you, and you realize that Donald Trump's plan, Donald Trump's policies were much more humane. He let them stay on the Mexican side where, where they got medicine, where they got educated, they got food, they got shelter, they got water, they got everything they need. And then he expedited their court cases so they would have a, a relatively fast up or down, yes or no. I mean, we talked on the show before about many of these kids were trafficked. Many of these kids were trafficked. Some of them were bought and sold, especially in the family units. We talked about that $86 million paying for the hotels for the, the families. A lot of those families aren't real. Adults who want to come here know that they're not kids. They're not going to get the kid treatment. But if they have a child in tow, they can claim to be related, and then they get special treatment. So as we mentioned, we talked with the Border Patrol agent last week. The going rate is between five and $7,000 per child. That is how much the cartels, the human smugglers, will sell children for. And listen, if you're in the cartel's position, you've charged the family of this child money to bring the child into the United States. This lets them double dip. So the child's still getting into the United States. They're just attaching them to an adult. And they're able to double dip and make even more money. Joe Biden has created a, a whole system of child slavery in Mexico where kids are being bought and sold. The ones who aren't bought and sold, they, they're brought back and they're used. They're basically used as mules to keep going back and forth, back and forth. They get a group in, then they go back and they do it again. Why? Because they're actually owned by the cartels. The cartels believe they own them. That's a form of slavery. This is what Joe Biden has created. And this is what we're led to believe constitutes restoring the soul of our nation. That was Joe Biden's promise. He was going to restore the soul of our nation. And what has he done? He's created child slavery rings in Mexico and around the U.S. border. That is Joe Biden's creation. He owns that. That's not Donald Trump's creation. That is Joe Biden's creation. Donald Trump, to his credit, didn't give them a get out of jail free card if they just showed up with a with a child. He separated them. Why? Because the child isn't going to be put in court, right? The child didn't commit a crime. The child was trafficked. The adults committed the crime. I use this analogy over and over and over again. Imagine that your, your parent sneaks you into Disney World. If you get caught, you all get kicked out. The kid doesn't just get to go ride the rides, right? So even though the kid is blameless in the, the crime portion of it, the parents are still have to pay for it. But you can't put kids in adult migrant detention facilities. Why? You get more child abuse, child molestation. You can't just put seven-year-olds in with 30, 40, 50-year-olds. You can't do it. 
So Trump separated the families. That's what it was called. What, what actually happened was he had the children staying with the children and the adults staying with the adults. They had a pilot program, which we learned from the Border Patrol agent who called in, is now just no more. They're just not going to do it anymore, where they would, on, on some cases, would actually do DNA testing to see if they were related. Obviously, that's not foolproof because you can be related by adoption, by marriage, right? But they were sh showing a shocking number of these kids had no blood relation to their so-called parents. And again, that's not foolproof, but it's a pretty good indicator that they're being trafficked. They're being bought and sold, used as property, as a get-out-of-jail-free card. This is, this is Biden's creation. This, this, is what, this is what Joe Biden created. I was watching a video. I, I don't want to show it. I don't want to show it because it made me sick to my stomach. It was a kid drowning in the Rio Grande. You can find the video. It's, it's all over the place. It's making the rounds today on social media. I can't. I can't watch it. I, I don't want to show it. If you want to find it, you can go find it. Kids swimming across the Rio Grande and drowns. And I think about my son. My son hasn't learned to swim yet because my HOA closed our pool last year. Uh, fun fact, I ran for the HOA board. I got on and our pool opens May 1st. <laughs> That's democracy in action. Um, but my son doesn't know how to swim yet. He hasn't. We haven't been able to teach him. It's a hell of a time to try and teach a kid to swim. So I, I see the child drowning and it, it hits home. And, and, and you realize it's unnecessary. That child drowned because Joe Biden promised that child's parents that the kid got across the river, he'd be allowed to stay in the United States, get amnesty and a pathway to U.S. citizenship, which then that kid could use to bring the, fam the parents over. That kid didn't make... The, didn't weigh the pluses and the negatives. That kid didn't decide that, hey, I want a better life for myself. That kid was sent there by the parent. The parent decided to put that kid on a path where the kid drowned to death because Joe Biden incentivized it. I can think of nothing more disgusting than that. It's, it's not just, there's, there's an actual body toll, right? There, there's an actual body count to this. And it's not just dying by drowning in the Rio Grande. Kids are killed just on the journey. They're just killed. They're just murdered, abused, raped. We, we know that that exists. They go into the desert. And what happens, the coyotes get them onto the U.S. side. And the coyotes, which again, liberals, we're not talking about actual canine animals. Coyotes is slang for human smugglers. Remember when the liberals thought that Trump meant that coyotes, like the, the dog-like canine animals, were dragging babies across the border? The coyotes get to the American side of the border with the kid and they say, my contract's been fulfilled, kid. Here you go. Welcome to America. And they just leave the kid in the desert. So it's not just drowning in the Rio Grande. It's not just being killed on the journey. There are also kids that are dying in the desert because they're, they're just being left there. And that's not me saying that we should just let them all in. I'm not saying that at all, right? But I'm saying that we should incentivize it because that kid didn't make a decision to swim in a river he had no business swimming in. The other kids who die in the deserts didn't make a decision to go into the American Southwest and die of dehydration. They didn't make that decision. The parents made the decision for them because Joe Biden told them it will be worth it. If you do this, it will be worth it. I promise your kid will be an American. That is Joe Biden's promise. Remember, remember on the debate stage when all of the Demo Democrats all raised their hand when they were asked who on the stage supports giving free government health care to illegal aliens? Every single one raised their hand, including Joe Biden. Is anyone surprised that illegal aliens are rushing the border? And I've seen some of them, right? It's very obvious that some of them have a lot of health problems. There are some very rotund illegal aliens who are running, rolling, floating, whatever you want to call it, across the border. It's very obvious that there, there's a non-zero number of illegal aliens who are being incentivized by Joe Biden's promise on stage. I believe that was also uh, aired by Telemundo, that one, promising that if you get here, we'll give you health care. I mean, they're just promising everything. Meanwhile, the American people, we have to work like, like dogs, like slaves ourselves. We, we work months out of the year just to pay the tax burden. And then the rest, things are just getting too expensive, right? We're not allowed to go to work because of the virus. Funny how the virus doesn't stop illegal immigration. We're not allowed to go to work. We, we, we lost wages last year. 
no, they don't care about the American people. The illegal aliens, they get schooling at these facilities. They get schooling, in-person learning. Americans, nah, 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 nah. American kids, no in-person learning. Don't you dare. Too dangerous. There's a virus. It's just the double standards. And, and, and you look at it all and you realize that we are not even close to Democrat politicians' top priority. We're not even in the same ballpark. Like, how can you swear an oath to represent the American people? And when you know so many Americans are struggling, so many Americans are out of work, so many Americans have been forced to give up their vacations, you decide that you're just going to put up an illegal alien family in, in a hotel for six months and pay over 71 grand to do it per family. Like, I, how can you be an American politician and just give away so much money like that to non-Americans? I don't get it. I don't, see, I don't understand how we aren't up in arms about this. I'm not going to mimic Joe and say it's like time for a revolution. I'm not going to say it, but we should be pissed. We should be angry. We should be pushing back. We should be taking a list, taking down names and making sure the people who did this never work in government ever again. I don't, I don't want these people even to be elected dog catcher after what they've done. Yeah, we should be pissed, but the media isn't showing this. It took Project Veritas to show us those videos inside the facilities. Put up again, any one of them, put up image three. It took Project Veritas to get us this, vid this picture. The big media outlets got it. NBC didn't get it, CBS, ABC, Fox. They didn't get it. Project Veritas got it from a pissed off government employee who said this has to stop. Now, the big media companies, they 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 act a good act, right? They they go in the press conference and they ask for the photos. Jen Psaki circles back and says no. And then they say, oh, okay, I guess I'll ask tomorrow. Meanwhile, these kids are being mistreated. They're being abused in these facilities. They're living in swill, living in absolute swill. It's unbelievable. It really, really is. So I think we have Dave, the Border Patrol agent, on the phone. We're going to take him on the other side of the break because I don't want to cut him off. So we'll be right back and we're going to talk with Dave, the Border Patrol agent, on the phone on the other side of this break. Don't go anywhere. We will be right back. Ronald Reagan famously said that our freedoms are never more than a generation away from extinction. Conservative Daily exists to make sure that never happens. With our community of 700,000 members, we fight every day to hold Congress's feet to the fire and stop them from surrendering our rights and freedoms. The fight to take this country back is not over. Please join our movement right now by going to conservative-daily.com and clicking the subscribe button to sign up for our free call-to-action newsletters. We have a chance to save this country, but only if we all work together. Again, this is conservative-daily.com, and don't forget to hit the subscribe button at the top. 